Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. should have like a, a different intro. I've been thinking about this lately. Do you think we need a different intro? No. Not just, not a different song. I was thinking maybe we could remix the song, but I feel like, you know how other podcasts are like, this is the Can We Help You podcast. You know what? It would be good for someone else to say that because we yeah. always forget to say, oh, we never hi, say welcome to our podcast. So yeah, it's probably, probably an idea. It's a very like public radio kind of thing, isn't it? Like, welcome to today's show of the Can We Help You podcast, brought to you by Jackson and Sasha. <laughs> no, no, no. Most most podcasts have like a little intro and they're like, the Can We Help You podcast, produced by... And then oh, at the end they give all the credits. Yeah, you can chuck all the credits at the end. I wouldn't mind another shout out, but I think the start's fine. <laughs> Franco, you don't deserve one shout out, let alone more than one. <laughs> Oh, hello everyone. Welcome to the Can We Help You podcast. <laughs> you got to put on a different voice so it's like you're a voiceover person. Let's get the guy who did Hamish and Andy. I think that we could do that, but it is going to be very expensive to do that and I don't think we can afford it. I think there are other things that we can spend money on that aren't that. Maybe we should run a competition for someone to be our intro person. That's not a bad idea. Maybe we could rotate it every week. No, 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 no. One person. No? One oh. winner. One, the one ring to w- rule them all. Ah, fucked that up. <laughs> one wing to rule them all. I think that's an idea though. I think we should look into that. I think it would be fun to get a Ronnie to, but the thing is you have to have a proper microphone. You've you got to sound good. I don't want like yeah. some some Voice idiot memo. in a yeah, voice memo in a toilet. It's like, <laughs> I want someone with a good voice. I want someone who sounds good, who sounds uh, professional to come on and be like, the Can We Help You podcast. Yeah, Or you could think- be, you know, a female voice. Yeah. Can we help you? I can't do a female voice. I'm a man. Uh, <laughs> the Can We Help You podcast. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I Perfect. should just do it. Um, well, yeah, 
Welcome. This is the podcast where Jax and I take on life's biggest and smallest and medium-sized questions and try and figure out if we can help you, dear listener, with them. This week, we are joined by Franco, as always. Hello. Hello. And the return of the prodigal's product. Oh, shit. Prodigal? Oh, my God. Prodigal. 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 Prodigal, yeah. The prodigal prodigal. son returns. Clippy. Hey. Hello, everybody. How are you going? Uh, yeah, we're, we're not as good as you. Yeah, this fucker <laughs> has been in Fiji and he goes, oh, just a week. And I'm like, mate, just a week. I'd kill for 23 hours in Fiji right now. It would take you so long to get there that half of your 23 hours would be taken up it's by five. It's not that long. It's only three hours. It's like three. It's what? Uh, five no, hours. Right? Yeah, five, five hours. Five. Do you know what? I have been to Fiji once and on the way home, Shane ate a chicken burger at Nandi Airport uh, and promptly got food poisoning on the flight and proceeded to vomit the entire flight right. home. It I was- vomit on most flights, to be honest. Oh, do you get motion sickness? Really? It's No, it's not motion sickness. What happens is... Do you eat it, too much? You get so excited. No, 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 no. <laughs> so on a flight to LA, which is most of the flights that I take because that's where I go on holidays, etc. you get to about 10 hours in. I can do a 10-hour flight easy, but flight from Melbourne to LA is about 14 to 15 hours. So you hit that 10-hour point and you're like, oh, my God, there's still another four to five hours left to go. And all you want to do is get off, which is fine. You know, you're like, oh, wow, there's another four hours. But then what happens is about three hours before the plane lands, all the lights come on and they start cooking the fucking breakfast. And the stench of those eggs permeating down the fucking economy section. I'm out. I have to go to the toilet for the entire breakfast run so that I don't get the smell. And if I stay too long, if I'm like, nope, I'm going to do it this time. I'm going to wait. I'm going to, I can deal with it. Then I have to vomit. And Do you vomit in your seat? Anyway. Do you use the little bag they put no, in the seat? No, no, I'm not that Okay, lame. good. Thank God. I don't know anyone who does it. I get it if you're like landing or taking off, you can't just go to the toilet. Like, I, you know, I get that. But who who's using those, those bags? I would not want to be sat near someone who uses one of those bags. So I sort oh, of feel like out of respect, bleh. I'm not going to do it to the people Flying around Flying is feral. I'm just going to say that. Flying is pretty gross. You know the toilet at the start yeah. of the flight and then the toilet at the end of the flight? Like the difference in the cleanliness. Big difference. Oh, I've not really paid that much attention. Yeah, thank you, Peter. Massive difference, particularly if you're doing a long haul and you go in at, you know, when there's an hour to go and it's just pandemonium in those toilets. Yeah. I, I want to know if it would be different in business class. Uh, yes. Yes. Yes, it would. <laughs> less people there, less people use the toilet. I don't know in business, but I know in some first classes they have showers. You can literally go and have a shower. Actually, there was one flight that I took um, years and years and years ago, and I think it was on the way back from LA, and I was in sort of the front of economy, and I think it must have been before they added that little extra kind of between economy and business sort of tier. Mm. Um, the galley. I Separating went to the, the toilet at the front of economy, and I... I somehow happened to end up in the business class toilet. I don't think I was supposed to go there. <laughs> no, you definitely not. But I was in not. the business class toilet and I was like, Jesus Christ, this is fancy. It was huge. It was like a really? marble countertop. and Oh, my God. Like, so you can actually Gosh. join. Because, you know, I wanted to join the Mile High Club on my way to Europe. <laughs> 
And yeah, that I like surprise me. went to the loo and I was like looking around. I'm like, I just don't think we're flexible enough for this space. I don't think it's oh, possible. Li- especially because, you know, there's always like a, you know, on the opposite sides is you got one toilet and the other toilet. And there's always one toilet that's the smaller one. Mm. And you, there's no way that you're joining the Mile High Club in the small. You're going to be lucky in the bigger one, little in the small. Although... The middle ones, don't they have that little partition that you it's can the pull down? That's what you're looking for. I've heard this from flight attendants before. If you want oh, to join yeah, the Mile High it. Club. Heard it. It's uh, the 747s, the big planes. You look for the toilets with the partition, the what? wall down yeah. the middle, and, and you, you can, can just fold out the wall. Yeah, because then you can just get in either side and no one will yeah. ever know. So Hang you on. get in one side, your partner gets in the other side, you fold in the wall, and there you go. I've never seen that before. No, it's hard to find. It I, hard think to it's, find. I think it's just there for when they're cleaning them. Keep your eye out next time. You'll see a, just a little latch. Oh, my God. That's scandalous. Can we help you join the Mile High Club? I think so. I think we've just done it. All right. If anyone uses that trick, please tell us. Like, you don't tell us the details, but just be like, hey, guys, found the partition, successfully joined the Mile High Club. If we ever take a, tr- a plane trip anywhere, like the four of us, people are going to be like, oh, what's going on in there? If we ever go to the toilet at the same time? And we're filming it. Just to why, why would we film it? <laughs> oh, just to show. Oh, here's the partition. Don't oh, worry. right. Yeah, okay. That's, I'm that's so uncomfortable. I'm never going anywhere with any of you, <laughs> ever. Um, should we get into it for this week? Let's get into it. I have a question here from Ronnie. Hello. Hello, Ronnie. Thanks for your question. Thank you. Ronnie writes, I'm going to break with my partner at the moment. We said that we could see other people if we really wanted to and we'd come back together and reevaluate in three months' time. Smart. If I date during this break, at what point do I need to tell people that I'm dating that I'm on a break with my partner and might end up going back to them? Oh. Oh. Hadn't thought of that. That's a good question. I hadn't thought of it either. See, to me it's weird that they want to date, date, if it's like let's just kind of Yeah, I know what you're saying, but but, I mean, look, it's been a long time since I've dated. I don't know what happens these days. Do you you just meet up to have sex or is there sort of like, oh, you know, we're just kind of seeing what's going to happen and then we might have sex and then it might turn into something else? You act like so much can have changed in 10 years. Like, really. Like, yes, I know I Tinder. I dating's very different these it's days. It's not. It's not. It's the same principles. The same principles apply to dating. You meet someone, you chat to them, you know, whatever. Sex, yeah, sure, you might have a one-night stand with someone, you might meet someone on Tinder and meet up with them just for that purpose. Like, it's the same thing as what it used to be. It but is. Like, 10 years if ago. You're, if you're dating, like, if you meet someone, let's say you're two weeks into your break, mm-hmm. three weeks even, you meet someone, you're, I don't know, you're at a fucking bookshop, I don't know. And you meet someone, <laughs> there's sparks fly and you're like, oh, hey, you know, do you want to go out for a drink? And then you go out for a drink, you know, a week later and then things, you know, you're like, oh, you know, this is a bit of fun. Whatever. You're like, I know that I am could be going back to my partner in two months, but the other person doesn't know. Is there a point where you have to go, hey, before we get too <laughs> into this, just, just so let you know. know. <laughs> um... Well, I don't think you – oh, fuck, I don't know, eh? That's, it's hard because I'm kind of like, well, you don't really have to tell them anything as far as they know. I mean, you could – oh, fudge. I'm actually really stumped. I'm stumped like, on what this happens one. If you're, what happens if you if you're meet someone, you're dating, you're like, oh, 
this is not bad. And then in two months' time, you go and see your partner and you're like, oh, yes, I've been missing you so much. Let's get back together. And then what? Do you go cold turkey on the person you've been seeing for two yeah, months? Do you, you, ghost do you ghost them? them? Oh, my God. Is that why people get ghosted so often? I think it's the first thing you should tell them. I think it's oh, it's got to be similar to if you're in an open relationship. Yeah, you okay. You address uh, yeah. the fact, hey, I have this more important attachment to someone else and I'm okay to see you as well, but you're not but, the most important person <laughs> that I'm dating. Yeah, because that's going to go over so well. Yeah, Maybe great. not you. Don't use those words. I don't know. Look up what people say when they're in open relationships. <laughs> but, like, I get it. So if you're on, if you're on Tinder, right, you can put in your profile or your bio or whatever, hey, I'm in an open relationship or, hey, I'm, you know, this is my situation, you're going to have to be cool with it. But if you meet someone out, if you're at a party or at a bar or something, you meet someone out and then you start to kind of kindle some kind of friendship, relationship, whatever it is, do you go when you meet them for the first time and go, oh, hi, my name's Jackson, by the way. (laughs) I'm, I'm in an open relationship. <laughs> well, it's not even an open relationship. I'm on a break yeah, on from a, break. a relationship that so I haven't yet left. So technically, don't get too cozy. Yeah, technically, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm. Well, I know they're not cheating, but it's like I'm with someone else, but yeah. I'm also dating you because it's not really an open relationship. They're no, that's not what they're doing here. They're on a break. Oh, I mean, the other thing is, like, people say that their relationship is complicated or or maybe even oh, you'd say. No one does that yeah, anymore. Nah. Do you remember when people what, used this, to like do a that? Nine, a 2009 Facebook. <laughs> it's complicated. If I were in this situation and the topic actually actually came up, I would say, oh, things with my ex are a little bit complicated so I'm just looking for something casual. That's just good actually. For fun. That's okay. good. That's good. And then obviously if feelings develop, feelings develop and then you kind of deal with that when you come to it. But if you're like seeing someone regularly and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm enjoying like, you know, I think you need to be clear that it's not, I think, yeah, you need to say it's complicated. You need to say like what Franco said. I actually think Franco's on the money with this one because you've got to say something but you also don't don't like complicate it if you're not going to, end up with them. Do you know what I mean? Like it just depends how you feel about the person. What if the topic never comes up? If it never comes up, it's not important enough to come up. Oh, exactly. Just, yeah. No, but when, no, Jax, that's so true. If you're dating someone, it's like, oh, so, you know, like I've just got out of a long-term relationship and da-da-da. Like people talk about that stuff yeah, usually but, when wait, they date. Yeah, but you haven't gotten out of a long-term relationship. Really? You're on a break. No, I'm saying for example. So the other person might be like, oh, yeah, you know, I've been single for seven years and like I'm really ready to settle down. And then that's Ronnie's chance to go, yeah, well, look, things are pretty complicated with my ex. Like we're, we're on a break at the moment and we're just trying to see if we actually want to be together. Um, you can just be honest. I mean, you know, if someone's not going to accept that, then they're not going to accept it. And then you go, okay, well, I'm going to move on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. What you, yeah. I think you That's should say though. something. It is That's odd. hard. But particularly if someone's like, hey, I've been single for seven years looking to settle down. And you're like, oh, well, <laughs> too bad for you. <laughs> you're, you're a maybe at this point. <laughs> You and You're my ex are maybe. maybe. You're the finalist in The Bachelor and I'm going to decide <laughs> at some point which one I want to stay with. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I do. You've got, yeah, you've got, to, you've got to say something. Definitely. That's hard. But, but I will say, only say it if you, like, have feelings for the person. Like, if you're like, oh, like, I'm going to see this person again. Don't say to every one-night stand, it's complicated, yeah, I yeah, am yeah. currently on a break. Like, but So let's, I mean, obviously a one-night stand, you're not going to be like, oh, just say so you know. But how many dates? How many dates do you, do you tell them? Is it date it's two? Is it number. date four? Nah, you can't number it. It's a vibe. 
It's just a vibe. It's a vibe. You got to you feel oh, okay. it out. It's a feel vibe. it out. It is. No, but it is. You can't just be like, oh, on date three you must say this because you might go on a third date and have not even like hooked up yet. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay. You can't you can't put a number on it. But Ronnie, just just be honest, but vibe it out. You know, don't go bearing your heart out to every single person that you meet or that you sleep with. But you know, definitely definitely say it if you if you feel like something's going somewhere more than just you know hanging out, say it. How, how many dates do you think is acceptable for a three-month break? Like how many dates can you fit into that like time how, frame? How many dates or how many people do you think it would be acceptable? Like let's say let's say you and I were together and we were like, right, that's it. We're going on a three-month break. We just got to reassess. you want to tell us, Jax? This is the second time you've alluded to um, us like <laughs> being together. Sex of Mile High Club. Something no. you want to say? No. Are you sure? It's all right. I mean, love you, but not in that way. I'm an easygoing gal. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Continue with your story, your anecdote. Um, oh, goodness. Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> you caught him, Sash. <laughs> He's flustered. No, like let's say let's say you and I were together and we were like, all right, look, we're having trouble in our relationship. We're going to go on a three-month break. Firstly, how long after we make that call, like let's say we're like, all right, let's say today we're like, all right, three months from now, how long do you or I have to wait, A, before we can start seeing someone else and B, how many people are we like allowed to see in that three-month period? As many as you want. No. Really? As many as you want? Yeah, you can. I could go out right after we finish recording this podcast and be like, all right. Who's who's my lucky who's my lucky target today? Really? Of course you can. Well, you're not yeah. gonna be like, okay, we're taking a break. Now I'm going to take one week until I decide to start meeting other people. I reckon if you take a break, don't you need at least some time to you know process your current relationship? You, you take a break from the relationship, and then you take a break from the plan to take a break from the relationship. <laughs> That's what that sounds like to me. You're in from the minute it's agreed to. Okay, and if you if you, so if you see. 70 people in those three months, that's just cool? Yeah, as long as you're sa- like, you know, as long as you okay. practice safe sex. And then so do you tell, when you get when you come together and you reassess in three months' time, do you tell the other person? Can you imagine? Like it probably would cause some argument. One person's like, oh, I met one person, like I really vibe. The other one's like, I oh, I like rooted half of Sydney, like yeah. sorry. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. Meeting one person and spending a lot of time with one person, that's like almost another relationship. But rooting 70 people, that's, you know, that's also, you know, in a different way that's like, oh. But it's just like people have different numbers, you know what I mean? Some people oh, only yeah, sleep with one person their entire life and other people just go out and, you know, do what, do it willy-nilly, yeah. so to speak. Pardon the pun. If you're at a break, though, you wouldn't want to get together in uh, three months' time yeah, and be like, oh, yeah, look. I just, I tried, but I couldn't think of anyone but you. I didn't see anyone. And you're like, oh, <laughs> yep, me either. Same here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, who's these people in my phone? No one. Don't worry about it. <laughs> just be honest though, Ronnie, if, if that situation happens to you, just don't, you don't want it to cause more problems. You don't want to like get back together and then lie about your number or whatever and then her or him find out down the track. Like just, just. <laughs> I think if, you, if you've been honest with each other enough to say we need to have a break and then you get back together, make sure you're honest when you get back together as well because otherwise it's just going to be a bloody mess down the track. 
Good luck. That is not an easy question. <laughs> no, that's probably one of the hardest we've had, I reckon. Yeah. Good question, Ronnie. Hey, keep your questions coming. If you've got a hard one and you want to stump us, at Can We Help You Podcast on all your social media channels, canwehelpyoupodcast.com and canwehelpyoupodcast at gmail.com if you want to send an email. And we'll take messages, questions, comments in our Facebook group, canwehelpyoupodcast.com forward slash room. Yep. Join us. Join, Join us. us. I was going to do a Simpsons quote there because I thought you'd appreciate it. Ah. Join us. It's bliss. You know when they all get the lobotomies? Yeah. Fuck you, mate. You're in <laughs> You're in the same Simpsons group I'm in on Facebook. I know you got that reference and you yep. just, oh, fuck off. I miss the Simpsons, to be honest. Yeah. I miss oh, the wait, they're Simpsons. still on. The Simpsons are still on. Yeah, but the good Simpsons aren't anymore. Mm-hmm. They have iPhones now. It's not right. Oh, it's my turn, isn't it? Yes. Our next question comes from Ronnie. No. It does. All right. Ronnie writes, I think I'm in love with my best friend of 10 years. Uh, For a Uh bit of background, we've had a long-distance friendship for the past six years since I moved away from New Zealand, but we still talk every day and see each other yearly, but we've never been single at the same time until now. Oh. Uh, I encourage her to get on Tinder after her breakup. She's recently met someone and I don't like it. Ha, ha. Um, she's planning on moving to where I live in the coming months. I'm unsure if I should tell her I feel this way before she leaves or if I should just wait or if I should keep it to myself that this relationship is one of the most valuable things in my life and I'm worried of losing her. Can you help me love Ronnie? So long story short, Ronnie's in love with his best friend of 10 years. They haven't seen each other regularly for six because they've lived in different parts of the world. She's moving to where he is and he wants to know, should he bite the bullet and tell her, I'm in love with you? Hey, that's a tricky one too. I feel like this one is a lot more, for me personally, you know, me, I'm straight down the barrel and I just don't think you could live with yourself, Ronnie, if you didn't tell her. Like you have to tell her Um, because then you'll never know. I did this once. Different circumstance, but I was friends with this guy. Mm. It's quite a bit younger than him, and it was very platonic. Like he was, a, he was a really great guy. Like nothing untoward happened. But I was, you know, younger, and I really liked him. And so I told him, and he was like, "Oh, babe, you're way too young for me." <laughs> he just shut me down. So, um, but in my head, even at the tender age of God, what was I? Maybe thirteen or something. I like knew that I had to tell him because. I didn't want to miss out on a chance just in case that chance existed. And, Ronnie, you've known this girl for 10 years. I think that's enough time to, like, know. You know what I mean? To know I love you and I want to be with you in more than a friend way. Yeah. No, fair enough. I I think you should wait until she moves to where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you should have an in-person friendship for a little bit before you kind of make that call. What if she meets the person that she marries between that time though? That's what I mean. Well, but you if she does, then it means it wasn't meant, to be, wasn't meant to be with Ronnie. 
No, I don't believe that. I think like you've got to take control of your own destiny. You're leaving it up to the gods if you do that. But if you go, no, I'm going to tell her how I feel right now, then you know straight away you don't run the risk of her meeting someone when she comes back and then getting married and like being the best man at her wedding and then watching her get married and going home and crying into a pillow. Like that's just Jesus horrible. Sounds different. Yeah, but I just see it. I, I see it happening and I don't want that for Ronnie. I think it's really hard when when you are friends for such a long time and especially such good friends um, because you are concerned about losing that current relationship that you have. And even if you even if you shoot your shot, even if she says, nah, <laughs> then you know, is it going to change things? I understand that concern. I mean, you know each other the best, you know, better than we know the two of you. So you're going to know whether that would be something that would come between you. I would have to think if you've been friends for that long, then something like that, maybe if she says no, wouldn't necessarily be something that in the longer term is going to come between your friendship. I reckon it's going to be one of those things that sh- that, will either be like she'll have known, like she'll be like, oh, yeah, I've felt the same way. Like I've always known that's how you felt and I feel the same. Mm. Or it'll come out of complete left field and she'll just be like, what? Like we're friends and when did this happen? What I do think is you can't, you know, it's not a romantic movie. You can't plan some sort of big event and some big speech and rose petals on the fucking in the bath or some shit. Don't do that. I think it's got to be a bit more throwaway so that you give her a chance to be like, hey, welcome back. It's nice to see you. Should we try that new burger place? I'm in love with you. I really like your T-shirt. You can't. It's not a throwaway no, 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 comment, not like Jackson. That. Not like that. But I, I mean, you got to give her the chance to be like, no, without it being really awkward. Don't make it some big staged event. Just, you know, have a little conversation with her and be like, hey, just so you know, I've been feeling this way. And that way you can have a convo about it. She can either say, yes, oh, my God, I feel that's the same way too. Or, oh, actually, I don't really feel that way about you. And you're like, oh, okay, that's fine, whatever. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean. Do you want, if she doesn't feel this way about you, do you want to keep that relationship? I don't know. Well, I mean, maybe. you got you got yeah. to prepare for the fact that you might get rejected. And- totally, totally. I agree that you have to prepare for that. But I think that if you know that you feel, if you weren't sure, I'd be like, just wait, just wait and sound it out and see how you go. But if they're going, I am in love with my best friend, then like, you know, I think it's all or nothing in that case. And then it's up to you, Ronnie, whether you feel like, you want to continue the friendship. She might find it awkward. You might be like, I find it awkward too. I don't want to be a friend anymore sort of thing. It also might be, I, I, my guess would be it would be one of those things that would be strange for a little while and then you'd be able to get back onto better footing. You know when you like rekindle a friendship yeah. with someone that, you know, you used to be really close with and you might have had a fight and drifted apart but then you come back together sort of thing. Like yeah. it, it's... um. It, it, it might feel a bit strange in the start, but you kind of end up getting back to a place where you're like, okay, the past is in the past, like let's move on. Yeah, but I'm just saying don't do some big announcement, some big keep it cool, just maybe a bit like, hey, I actually think that, you know, this is the way I feel. Just to give the opportunity for the friendship to heal afterwards. If you do some big. Don't go out you know. to dinner or something as well. Yeah. Don't yeah. get rich. It's like public proposals, right? Like don't yeah. run the risk. Like just make sure that you're somewhere where you can run away with no one knowing what just happened. You know what I mean? Just be like, oh, okay, like, you know, do it at a park or something. Yeah, because, I mean, what? 
Do you know what I mean? That, and I understand why Ronnie's like, Ronnie's concerned because even at a park, he's going to be like, oh, gee, uh, bloody nice day today, <laughs> hey? Oh, look at the squirrels. Hey, by the way, and then what, what happens if she's like, oh, nah. And then you're like, oh, okay. Um, you want to play on the playground? <laughs> I haven't got on the swings in a while. You want to push me on the swings? Where do you do it? You don't want to do it at her house or your house because no, I'm no. guessing there will be people around. I mean, unless you live on your own, then you could just be like, oh, okay. Even then, you don't want to do it at your house. Yeah, inviting them over and then sitting there after they yeah. reject you. Yeah, you're like, oh, so um, <laughs> i got the new Monopoly. Um, you want to <laughs> give it a shot? Uh, yeah, no. Nah. No, nah, I, I don't know, know where, where you, you do that. Not dinner, not at your house. What about a drive? I used to love going oh, on a drive. No, not a drive because then you're trapped in the car and you got the awkward drive home. Oh, and she yeah, rejects yeah. You. You're just this awkward silence with the window down. Yep, good point. You know where it would work? Mm. And it's not, it's not a, there's a lot of things wrong with it, but go to a loud club. No, yeah. don't go to yeah, the Yeah, I oh agree with God. you, Franco. I agree with you. Because you can you can just say, hey, I'm in love with you. And then <laughs> I agree with the, you. Uh, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, I, I, couple of drinks and just yeah, say. A couple of drinks. Oh, I didn't really mean it. Or I, I actually said I'm uh, in glove with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in juice. glove with you. No, you know how if you mouth olive juice, it looks like I love you. Just be like, no, no, no I was just saying olive juice. I was just ordering olive juice, yeah. <laughs> For my cocktail. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. No, like I a- agree. I reckon at a club or a bar where it's sort of oh, a bit no. bit more casual, There's a couple, you've got a couple of drinks in you, and then you can vibe the conversation, <laughs> and if it goes well, then the next day you, you can have that, you know, hey, were you, did you really mean that or were you just drunk? Or... She, she's like, oh, oh, that's weird. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm just real drunk. <laughs> Another suggestion would be to, and I remember this happened a lot in high school, is mm. to wait for April 1st. Oh, then, no. No. Oh, that's, that's very that's mean. 12-year-old. Well, it's kind of the same concept. Like if they reject you, you can just be like, ah, ah, April Fool's. Oh, yeah. no, if you that's, see that's, it, nah. and then it works up for books. I don't. No, I don't like that. I don't it's, hate that. It's it's lame as fuck, but I don't hate it. Like I'm like I'm trying to find ways <laughs> other than every other way we've suggested. And I. It's a very year seven school high school crush thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe they yeah. are in high school. It's the same with the pub thing. Like there's a lot morally wrong with it, but it gives you a very <laughs> easy good. way to the, just like, I like press undo. Press undo. I agree. Or a party, like a house party would be good. Like a house party if you've got a few drinks and you can kind of, you know, wander away into another room or something, uh, you know, just briefly and then head back to the party once it's over. I, I think that's not a bad idea. And you can, do the di- you can do the dip from a party or from the pub or a club or whatever where yeah. it's just like if you're with other people or whatever, you just fade off, you smoke bomb yeah. and you disappear. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to smoke bomb from a public park where you're the only person there. <laughs> Or, or your car. car, yeah, exactly. Where you've got to drive. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just, uh, I'll get an Uber, eh? Shall I? Oh my god! You can keep the car. Uh, <laughs> yeah, bye. I don't want it back. Keep it forever. <laughs> oh god, I don't like endorsing the club idea, but you've talked me around to it a little bit. 
Yeah. Ronnie, I, like I want to know. I want to know how this goes. Whether you profess your love or whether you decide to just stay friends, please, please keep us let updated. us know. And please let us know where you do it and how you do it. Oh, I can't wait to hear. Oh God. Good luck, Ronnie. <laughs> Now, over the last couple of weeks, we've had some new segments make their way into our show. We've got uh, Red Flag Alert and we've got Master Debater. We don't want to bore you with the same segments every time, you know, because then that just gets boring, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty bored. Oh, okay. I don't know. Okay. Some, like, I don't know. Some shows do the same thing over and over and over again every day. Yeah, but isn't that boring? We're every once day. a week. People forget after a while. Well, so I was thinking about radio shows, but, like, yeah. We're not a radio show. We play birthday balls for five years straight. And <laughs> <laughs> how boring was it? Dun, dun, dun. Birthday balls. I think people miss it, to be honest. I think oh, people miss that old I jingle. Don't miss birthday. Oh, I miss the jingle. I don't miss the game. Anyway, we're not bringing back. We are bringing them back, but we're not doing them this week. This week we're bringing no, no, back no. an old. Maybe we, can, maybe we should do birthday balls. <laughs> we don't have anything to give people. We don't have 20K. Can we help you? Birthday use. balls. Can we help yous? Can we help yous? Oh, like you. we like, own it. Like, yeah, gotcha. Can gotcha, we help gotcha, yous? Gotcha. Birthday balls, yes. Yeah, it's our birthday balls. I don't know what we'd give away. We don't even have, I've got one gold balloon left and I don't know where it ended gold up, balloon. so. Also, it's very, it's kind of a tricky thing to do on a podcast. Like we, we could pull out a like a month and then, I don't know, like. Email us next week. Yeah. Yeah. No, we've tried to do this where it's like, email us proof that you did this and we'll do that. And no, it just goes over people's mess. heads. It's, it's way mess. too messy. You need instant, like, yeah. we could pull people's names out of a hat and just call them. Maybe. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Maybe we could do it on a live stream or something. Also, again, we don't have anything to give people. We don't even have anything to give ourselves. No. We could probably give you like 50 cents, I reckon. Don't promise things you can't. I think we could spare 50 cents, but like, you know. I'm not but, sparing anything. Okay. Anyway, so instead, we're going to do this. favourite. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Woo! Our old favourite, rapid fire. Ding, That's ding, a catchy ding, jingle too. Ding, 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 it's a catchy jingle. It's no birthday balls, but it's catchy. It's no birthday balls, but it's all right. And uh, since it's his first week back, we'd like Clippy to uh, read these on out for us. Perfect. Okay, question number one. Ice cream in a cup or a cone? Cone. Cone, one million percent. 100% agree. Second question, <laughs> giving gifts in a gift bag or wrapping paper? Wrapping paper. I hate gift bags. Yeah, I always want to do a gift bag, but I forget to get it and I always just buy wrapping paper. Gift bags to me are the ultimate lazy gift giving thing. Like, you can't even spend a few bucks and a little bit of time to wrap a fucking present. So you go out and get a bag, stick it in a bag, and that's it. Lazy. No, but what if you're a shitty gift wrapper? I don't care. I'd rather a shitty wrapped gift than a shitty... Oh, what about get wrapped in a bag? I don't mind that. No, that's so lame. That no, Because you, you open the bag going, ooh, what is it? And then you're like, oh, bloody hell, I've got unwrapped Yeah, it gives, you, it gives you double the excitement. Like, ooh, oh. <laughs> no? Oh, oh, oh. It's underwear, yeah. Oh, God. Okay, next one. Perfect. Um, Would you rather have a live-in massage therapist or a live-in chef? Oh, my God. That is so hard. Hardest rapid fire we've ever had, I reckon. I came up with that one. Thank you very much. Good job. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh. You know what? I think massage therapist because I can probably cook. 
even though it'd be annoying, but I can't give myself a massage. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think you're right. As much as I would love a chef, it's like I can do it. You know what I mean? Like I can yeah. do it. If I got to, I can do it, but I've, I can't give myself a massage, especially good massage. Ask me again, though, in like 15 years when I've been like making dinners for <laughs> 20 years and potentially have children that I'm cooking for and the answer might be different. The thing is, though, you eat three times a day. If you had a live-in massage therapist, how often would you be getting massages? Three times a day. (laughs) (laughs) Pre-breakfast, pre-lunch. Why not? Pre-dinner. Oh, God. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Actually, as well, I've never... Because that's the thing, massages, right? I maybe have one. I actually don't remember the last time I got one. There was a phase where I was getting them semi-regularly, but it was like once every, like, month or something max, like... Mm. I don't know what it's like to be repeatedly massaged. Wouldn't your body hurt? I feel like your body would hurt. This is just a funny way of saying it. Repeatedly massaged. Sounds sexual. But, like, imagine a three three times a day massage and then, like, how sore you'd be and, like, you would be too relaxed. Like, you'd just... Maybe you'd go through withdrawal symptoms. If you go on a holiday without your masseuse, you'd need three massages a day. I know, they're living. They're coming on holiday. There's no way. (laughs) Don't they ever get a break? No way. Oh, poor thing. Don't, don't, don't be a living masseuse for Jack. It's not that that's <laughs> ever going to happen. Sorry. You never know. Massage therapist. All right, next one. <laughs> uh, aquarium or zoo? Zoo. I think I'm a zoo gal. I like, I love yeah. the aquarium though. I find them very mm. soothing. Aquariums are hit and miss. A good aquarium's good. A shit aquarium's shitful. At least zoo, there's always fun animals. We went to the Aquarium of the Pacific in Long Beach in LA. Well, it's in Long Beach. It's in, I don't think it's technically part of LA. Well, maybe it is. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And they had, uh, they had like some small sharks and some small stingrays. The thing with the aquarium is. I feel like at the zoo you can have lots of different sized animals, but the aquarium tends to be full of one or two big things and lots of little things. I don't know. The fish are so soothing. I reckon if I could be any animal, I'd want to be a fish. The one thing that we can that our day was spent looking at all the things in the aquarium, and then they had like this big video presentation on their big kind of video mm-hmm. theatre, and it was that. all about climate change and how oh. we're destroying the environment. So that yes. really put a dampener on. It does, right? It's like when you go to any any animal place, that's always a feature. Is yeah. like, look at all these great animals. Guess what? They're all dying because I of know. you, and you're just like, oh no. And it's true. It's I mean, true. they're right. I know. And I know. It's depressing, but it you know. It it's is. really depressing. And then they, the videos are always like, like this one particularly, it was like actors being the voiceover of fish. And it's like, you're destroying our environment. And it was like, oh, God, right, come on. <laughs> oh, my God, that's horrible. It's like Finding Nemo, like talking to you. Yeah. And like, I'm dying. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's depressing. All right, last question. Uh, what country would you live in if not Australia? Well, we all know Jax's answer I wonder answer to where Jax wants to live. <laughs> Go on, surprises. Actually, you know what? I would like to live in Italy. Not forever, just for a bit. Yeah. After I went to Europe, I Googled radio jobs in the Netherlands because I nice. liked, I really liked the vibe. I mean, yeah. admittedly, we only went to Amsterdam, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you love the vibe. No, yeah. no, no, no. Genuinely, I, I loved Amsterdam as a city because it was just so easy to get around. Everything just made sense. Most of the time. And 
The people were great. I really liked the, um, what are they called? Dutch, the Dutch, the Dutch. I like the Dutch. I do have Dutch connections in my family as well. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like they just, and the thing I love about somewhere like Holland slash Netherlands is like you're in Europe. You just, you're a train ride away from Paris, from Italy. And it's the same for pretty much anywhere in Europe. But yeah, definitely somewhere in Europe. I feel like I should have been born in Europe. Like somewhere, I feel yeah. like that's more where I should be. And I'd like to live somewhere in Europe for a little bit. I wouldn't want to live there forever, Franco, but for a little bit. Where would you live if you could live anywhere other than Australia? Um, if I had to pick somewhere to can I guess? properly live, I don't I think like, you'll guess it. But yeah, go. I feel like you'd be someone like I want to live in Dubai. Yeah, see, I I do want to live in Dubai for like six How good months. Am I? Oh, but yeah. I think if I had to pick a place to permanently set up, I think it would be yeah. New Zealand. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. it's, like, close enough to home and it's, like, it's just, like, a quality of life. Chill vibe. So, yeah, chill, chill vibe. vibe. Nice just people. Just because all the Kiwis we know Good are just food. so, like, relaxed and yeah, nice. Also, I've been there and it's just such a friendly place. I just feel like it's the same as here. Like, obviously it's different, but it's same. It's the same I think thing. it's just a prettier here. It's a smaller, less busy, prettier here. Yeah. yeah, but apparently it's super expensive. And also all of, like, the multi-multi-billionaires live in New Zealand. Do they? Do they? Like, yeah, like a lot of people, like the, the guy that made I Minecraft like... lives there and there's... there's oh, just... that's very specific. I feel <laughs> like worth, all like, the billionaires billion live there. Dollars. That's quite an obscure billionaire. Like, Elon Musk isn't living in New Zealand. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, of, like, I, Mark Zuckerberg. I can look it up, but I don't know them by name. But there are a lot of people sure. who have billions of dollars Minecraft that live in New man, Zealand. he's a New Zealander. We, we have a podcast, Franco. You can't just throw out... Fake shit. You've got to fact check. Yeah, you've yeah, got. We, to, we need to. We clearly, need to we're really checker. good at fact checking on this podcast. Clippy, where would you go? Um, I think Canada. Oh, Canada. Seems Canada. Like a good country. My whole family's there, and I think yeah. it's just close enough to the US, and but they have good yeah. healthcare system. Um, yeah. and yeah, yeah I think it will be an overall good place to live. Good call. Cold though in the winter. Oh, I just want to. I want to go somewhere that's so cold. Actually, you know what? I would love to go to to visit Iceland and Greenland oh, for a yeah. bit. Your visit? I wouldn't live there. No, no, I'm not going to live there. But I'd like to visit there. I I have a short apology to make. Um, the guy who <laughs> the guy who made Minecraft does not and has not ever lived in New Zealand. <laughs> Where did you get that from? I'm just thinking of someone else rich. I don't know. God, uh, how how many billionaires live in New Zealand? Actually, don't listen um, to anything, Franco. Don't that was you to me. pulled that out of your ass. Like that was just classic, Franco. No one prompted you for that, and you're like, did you know that the Minecraft man lives in New Zealand? Like, well, I'm going to come to Franco's rescue, and I'm going to save him a little bit. The two hundred two hundred and seventy fourth richest person in the world lives in New Zealand. <laughs> Great. Oh, oh, great. So many billionaires live there. That's the place to go. Not even one. I'm not a billionaire. I wouldn't know. (laughs) Clearly. Thanks for joining us this week. That was fun. It was fun this week. It was nice to have Clippy back. We got the whole team back. I know. It's nice when we're all together. I like yeah, it. Me too. 
The whole family's back together. Absolutely. We're all going to go on a plane trip somewhere. Oh. Oh, Stop bringing that up. What's wrong with you? (laughs) My God, so thirsty. If you liked this episode, review it on Apple Podcasts. Wow, okay. I haven't said that for months, but I just thought I'd throw it out there today. Yeah, that's a great call. I forgot that people can review podcasts. Yeah, do that. Yeah. I think you can review it on Google Podcasts, can't you? I don't know. If you're listening on Google Podcasts, let us know why. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make fun of people's choices of how they listen to things, all right? We're all different. I'm I'm not judging you. I'm just very curious. You use some (laughs) stupid, obscure app to listen to podcasts. I use use Pocket Cast. I have my reasons. I know. But, like, I just feel like if you're on Android, you've got so many options. Why would you? (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Okay. That's Franco's rant for the day. I just used Apple. Can you get Apple Podcasts on Android? Because I know you can get Apple Music on Android. Because it's free. So. Nah, I reckon because it's like it's a it's a free app. You don't have to pay for it. But Apple Music, you have to pay for it to use it. I, I reckon most Android people just listen on Spotify. That's big for podcasts now. It is. <laughs> okay. Okay. See you next week. Spotify is big for podcasts. We are also on Spotify. If you want to listen to us there, we're on the iHeartRadio app, of course. And mm. we Where are else on, would we be? I don't know. We're, we're everywhere. Every, anywhere you want to get your podcast, we're probably there. Can't I mean, us. you are listening to us right now, so obviously you know that because <laughs> yeah, you found us. Yeah, why do people us. do that? Why do people do that? Like, it's It's quite strange. Like, wherever you get your podcast, it's like, well, yeah, obviously. Like, do you know? It's maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, like, oh, and wherever you get your podcast, oh, cool, because I thought it was going to be at the shop. I could only listen to it <laughs> on the pair of headphones at JB Hi-Fi. They just, you got to oh. press a button. That's the only way you can listen to it. Do you remember that at like Sanity and places like that where you could listen, you could preview an album and you, they had like the little oh wall? My God. Peter, yeah, are you old enough that. to remember that? Clippy? Sorry. The last, the only Sanity I've ever been to was like the very last one in Geelong, but I do remember it. Okay, oh good. My God. I used to work at Sanity. I used to load the CDs into that little player. Like they had 20 CDs and you press the different buttons. How did you pick which one was going to be in there? Oh, it's the top 20 sellers, which oh. was usually uh, your So Fresh that was that was oh, out at the time. Love a So Fresh. I think So Fresh was my first album. How embarrassing. I used to love So Fresh. Of course yeah. you would. My first album was um, Guy Sebastian's debut. <laughs> Angels <laughs> brought me here. I used to have the single, do you remember, before even that, the Australian Idol Top 16 or whatever it was, and they released a song called Rise Up. You got to rise Rise up. up. What a tune. And I went to the Westfield when they performed the song. Of course you did. Did you, you, like, when you were young, when Australian Idol was in its absolute prime, were you like, I'm going to audition one day? No. No? But you had a boy band. Oh, I guess, yeah, yeah, you can't really audition with a boy band. You can't audition with a boy band, can you? Um... Thank you for listening. Like we said, review it uh, and listen wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week. <laughs> Is that it? Oh, oh, send, send us questions. Oh, send us que- oh we already yeah. said that. Send yeah, us questions. Please send us questions. Thank you for those who sent. We got a few few in over the last week, which was nice. So thank you and keep doing it. Just keep coming up with questions. Should we Should we just keep wrapping up until no one else is listening? <laughs> this is where I feel like we need, you know, we need a little bit at the start that says, the Can We Help You podcast? And at the end now we need a little, shoo, send your questions through, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. The Can We Help You podcast produced by blah, 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 I blah. I think we should, know in all seriousness, meeting, um, calling a family meeting. <laughs> yeah. 
We should do that because then when we forget, because we often forget to ask people to send us questions and that's the whole point of this podcast. So <laughs> so I'm going to brainstorm yep. an idea for a competition for a Ronnie to voice that and, like, I think we should do it. I think we I should agree. throw it out to the people. I would really love a British female I think that would be cool, but it doesn't have to be. We'll run a little comp. I'm not. It's, I'm not putting my bias out there. You, it'll be a legit comp. I'm not just going to pick the. Don't worry. I know. won't let Jack. I. I actually hadn't. I'm prepared to be dazzled by anything. So dazzled. Yeah. Let's um brainstorm over the next week and keep an eye on the Ronnie Room on Facebook. Canwehopypodcast.com forward slash room and. Your voice might appear at the start and end of this podcast. Absolutely. All right, guys, it's been a blast, and I'll see you next week. And see all you, Ronnies. Bye. 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 Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 